0: as people return to the custom of moving about as they damn well please, there will undoubtedly be more of this happening. The German low-cost airline Eurowings starting to put planes back in the air with varying degrees of success. And since we're talking about them here, you can guess how this flight went. Eurowings flight 9844 left Dusseldorf for the Italian resort island of Sardinia early Saturday. And while we don't know how many vacationers were on board, we do know this was the first trip into the island by that airline. Since lockdown rules were relaxed But they weren't really relaxed Because as the plane descended for an approach Into the airport Air traffic controllers advised the pilots You will not land here Because the airport is closed Apparently the flight had been scheduled Tickets sold, flight plans filed Aircraft fueled and loaded With the understanding that the airport was open But airport officials closed it After the plane took off And forgot to tell anyone
1: (laughs) That would be a good name for a kid What's that, Eurowings? Dusseldorf (laughs) Dusseldorf. <laughs> I think that would be a great name. I'd like to introduce you, my son. Here's Dusseldorf. He's gonna be fifteen before he can spell the thing, but I like the name, Cliff. And can you do me a favor, Cliff, this morning? Sure. Can you um well, don't make me do math during the weather forecast there. That kind of threw me okay. off a little bit. Oh when, when,
0: you... oh, when I said one in three? Yes, I had to get
1: my calculator out here on the uh, computer and go, What's he... oh. what,
0: see, oh. 30% chance.
1: Well, yes. I. Okay, one in three. It threw me off, Cliff, I'm just saying. <laughs> I was like, whoa, <laughs> never heard that before. Well, it sure was hot yesterday. We made it to 90 yesterday Ooh. on Memorial wow. Day. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. And it was nice. <laughs> and this is dead on what experts are predicting for us this summer, Cliff. Yeah. They're I think saying so. it's gonna be a hot, hot summer. It could be so hot. Yeah. That it could ferment the fruit in your fruit of the looms. And no one wants that. <laughs> that is way too hot for me, Cliff. And I like hot wow. weather. Yes. Yeah. Well what's happening at seven, Cliff? They've been doing this for years in England. It's the Cooper's Hill cheese rolling contest cheese <laughs>
0: they had a cheese rolling contest.
1: yeah well they didn't have it because of this oh. virus mess they had uh, no oh, runners oh, okay. they didn't have yeah. any crowds this year but they yeah. went ahead with the cheese roll purely as a symbolic kind of an event and that's pretty nice well what i liked about it is they <laughs> yeah. just rolled the cheese down an empty hill with only one person there the guy that was rolling the cheese, and he's known, I'm not yeah. making it up, Yeah. he's the master of cheese. I would well, like to know how you get to be that titled as the master of cheese.
0: <laughs> That's a good question. Although I'm certainly glad that they were able to do something. Yes. I would hate that they would have to, you know, because of the pandemic, cut the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> really, Cliff? Really? Yeah, yeah, really. Weed, it was the kind of call for assistance that every officer dreads. Those on duty with the California Highway Patrol near Sacramento early yesterday morning probably, though, didn't realize what it was until they arrived on scene. The 911 operator originally told officers that someone had crashed their car into an unknown water source on Franklin Boulevard. Clearly, though, that dispatcher hadn't taken the basic poop identif- identification course offered by the morning roadshow department of just in time for breakfast because if they had you would have known that right off the bat the guy calling for help had driven himself into a liquid manure storage pond at a dairy farm up to the windows <laughs> and pulling a trailer reports say the uh, well the driver had already swum out and had spent about two hours splashing around trying to get his vehicle out before he gave up and called 911. And there's only one reason why a guy would not recognize the fact that he was splashing around in liquid cow poop for two hours, and that's because he was drunk up his ass at the time of the crash.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't even want to get out of my vehicle if oh my I was God. in there, Cliff.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness.
1: I would just hope if yeah. it, that it just didn't come in and somebody could just oh. pull me out. Oh, trust me. It's coming in. (laughs) You ever woke up on a Tuesday morning thinking, I could use a rhinestone studded (laughs) jockstrap?
0: Never happened to you, Cliff? I've never thought that a single time in my entire life. Not on a Wednesday or a Tuesday or a Thursday? Not not any of the seven days of the week have I ever awoken wishing I had a rhinestone studded jockstrap.
1: Well, then this story is not for you, Cliff. I'm sorry. Because... There's one up for sale. That's going to cost you thirty-five thousand dollars or so. Thirty-five thousand dollars. Yes, it. uh, (laughs) It's from Elvis Presley. So, (laughs) I'm not making that up. Elvis Presley
0: at one time owned and supposedly wore a rhinestone-studded jog strap.
1: And it could be yours for thirty-five thousand (laughs) dollars. It's going to be up for grabs at an auction. Although that's probably not the best. Yeah. Well. Social distancing. Take a stick with you and carry it with That's your right. stick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you. I, yeah,
1: I saw that this morning, and I thought those blue suede shoes of his weren't weren't too bad compared to yeah. this Cliff. Because now yeah. every time I see a picture of Elvis, I'm going to go, "Is he wearing that right now?" <laughs> because then <laughs> somebody will buy it, and it'll probably yeah. sell for more oh, than thirty five thousand dollars. Well, I'm
0: sure that it'll they'll go into a bidding frenzy and. Somebody will walk away with empty pockets, but Elvis's rhinestone studded jockstrap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're really the winner there. That's right. Here's Lady A <laughs> on the Morning Road Show. Apparently, I'm too stupid to eat ice cream now, Cliff. And <laughs> I thought this was a wheelhouse contender for me. Ice but, cream? Yes. This is you the would latest. would think it
0: was, yeah.
1: I know. Candy bars and ice cream. That's mm. my go to right there. But I read the yep. report this morning. I've been eating my ice cream wrong my entire life, or so says the experts.
0: (laughs) They're uh, experts in
1: ice cream eating? Yes. Who would have thought that? (laughs) Somebody's getting paid to be an expert on how you eat ice cream. And the one thing, Cliff, that they talk about is to take your ice cream out of the uh, freezer and let it defrost for about 15 minutes. Okay. I've never done that in my life. Have you? Well. (laughs) Only if my spoon was stuck in it.
0: I was going to say, you know, some freezers are better than other freezers. And if your freezer is such that your container of ice cream is as hard as a rock when you take it out, you're going to have to let it sit for a few minutes so you can actually dip some.
1: That is true. And it says to not take a very big bite. A, well, tea spoon, a tea teaspoon. A teaspoon at a time.
0: Yes. I can totally see that.
1: Are you serious? Yeah. I eat mine with a tablespoon. <laughs> well... And then it says, "Cliff." Yeah. This is the one that blew my mind. Yeah. Place the spoon upside down in your mouth. Well, yeah? <laughs> you do that too? Yes. I've never heard of anyone that did that. No,
0: because, you know, if you put the spoon in your mouth right side up, what's the what's your tongue, I mean the the t- all of your taste buds are in your tongue. But what's the tongue tes- What's the tongue touching? The back of the spoon? What flavor's there? Metal.
1: <laughs> well, it's not like I leave the spoon in there. Well, no. I quickly remove the but spoon.: you Get
0: that first, like the first thing that your tongue touches with every bite is ice cream. If you flip it over and go upside down, it's not like you know your ice cream's going to fall off the spoon while it makes that trip from the bowl to your mouth.
1: You're the only person I've ever heard of say that, Cliff, that you flip your spoon over to I eat ice cream. I flip my spoon cream. over, yes. I think you might be a a freak of nature, Cliff, or something. <laughs> I'm a renaissance man. You must be. Cliff, yeah. what do you yes. think about my idea that I uh, sent you by text message a few minutes ago? I've got well, a cousin that'll do that. She lives in Lebanon, Tennessee.
0: Okay, so she has a, a side business. And she could make us garments.
1: Yes. That um we could use in a prize giveaway. That's right. Now her main business is she owns a place where you go in and get suntans. Okay. In Lebanon, Tennessee. But on the side, yeah. she makes garments. <laughs> and I think with a phone call or two and a little yeah. persuasion, I mm-hmm. could get Sandy to do this for us.
0: To make thongs. Yes. <laughs> So how would this prize giveaway work if we have, I guess we're going to call them Morning Roadshow thongs? Yes.
1: (laughs) How would it work? It will have his and his. His and his. Yes, his and his. (laughs) I've got it, Cliff. I've got it. Okay. Here's how we could do this thong thing. Okay. Guess which one of us here on the Morning Roadshow is wearing a thong today. And if you call in and guess correctly at 812-386-1250, you'll be the winner. (laughs) <laughs> of that thong.
0: The one that's being worn. Yes. <laughs>
1: I think you know, that's an idea there.
0: I, I think there's some merit to the idea, but at the very beginning, I'm like, that means you and I have to coordinate every morning on our underwear choices.
1: <laughs> well, I hadn't thought of that. And that makes it a little creepy.
0: That makes it a little different. That, right. Yes. That's- and so, you know, that uh, if you look on our um, Facebook page or on our website, that uh, caricature of us, our our likenesses in cartoon form. Yes. Will that be printed on the thong?
1: Mm, I don't know. I would. What would <laughs> I don't know. It could be. I guess. I don't. I mean. What do you think? There's not maybe, together. I would think that would be creepy. I think there should be one individual. <laughs> our face. Like I get my face on me, and you get yours on you.
0: Well, who's so then the winner would either get a cliff thong or
1: a weed. Thong. Yes. <laughs> She's wild enough to do it, I'm telling you. Uh, I'm sure, I'm yeah. I'm telling you, she is. I'm
0: going to tell you right now, my face is going to be a lot
1: bigger than yours. Well, <laughs> you got a bigger head, that's for sure. Well, this is true. <laughs> I may call Sandy this afternoon. Okay.
0: We. This guy in upstate New York proves why attempting to flee police in any situation is bad. But it's even worse in the early morning twilight and when you're on foot. 46-year-old Jonathan Bernard later admitted to taking a minivan from a repair shop where he worked without permission, and he admitted that his license was suspended when he did so. But only after an extensive period of chase by police. Officers say during the road portion of the chase, Bernard flipped the van onto its roof and it then, then slid to a stop, knocking down a utility pole. Officers say the man then slipped out of the window of the upside down car and attempted to run away, trying to flee into a nearby farm field to elude capture. But As you might expect, there was just one problem. In his haste to run, Bernard didn't see the barbed wire fence and failed to navigate it. And by failed to navigate it, I mean he ran at full speed into the part of the barbed wire fence that makes it a barbed wire fence and had to go to the hospital for numerous cuts, punctures, and other bloody messes before he went to jail.
1: Can you imagine being upside down in that vehicle, (laughs) Cliff, after you steal it, thinking, well... This didn't work out too well. (laughs)
0: I'm still imagining this guy running into a barbed wire fence at high speed and going, (laughs) sproing, and coming out of it bleeding.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was... (laughs) Ouch. Here's Luke Bryan on the morning road show. Man can only eat so much ham salad and bologna cliff before, after a while. (laughs) You just have to go out and eat at a restaurant. And I did well, over the I weekend. Mean,
0: I know you don't uh, I know you don't cook. No. Other than, you know, unscrewing the lid off a peanut butter jar.
1: <laughs> That's about as good as I get right there.
0: <laughs> That's cooking at your house. That's
1: cooking at my place. So,
0: I'm taking it that you actually went to a restaurant.
1: I sure did. And you know, I had no intentions of doing it, but I got to the point to where it's like I can't stand this any longer. I'm taking my chances, and that's exactly the thought I had as I walked in there, yeah. Cliff. I'm taking my chances, and it is weird. I mean weird eating out right now. Have you been out anywhere to eat? Or are you smarter than that and you <laughs> stay away no, from that? No, no. I, I think once. Just once. Did you? Yeah. Did you think it was weird? It was a little strange. I find it strange. I mean, it's just because you... You've never seen it before, but every uh, yeah. server in the place had on a uh, face mask. All you could see were yeah. eyeballs looking at you. They had uh, tables blocked off so nobody could sit around you. And if you wanted salt and pepper, you had to ask Pretty Please to get it, <laughs> Yep, which, which I've never done before in my life. <laughs> and for the first time ever, I actually, when they gave me the silverware, I actually looked at it to see what it looked like. <laughs> like you could actually see a coronavirus on your fork. No, but I did. I did see a uh, food on my fork, and I decided I'd give that one back. That doesn't help, so, Cliff. So w- when you see that, so what? What restaurant did you go to? Well, it was in Evansville. Okay, so what restaurant was it? The Cracker Barrel.
0: You went to the Cracker Barrel. I did
1: go to the Cracker Barrel. (laughs)
0: That's all the better you can come up with for your first time in a restaurant. I was in in that area of
1: town, and so (laughs) I stopped in there. I almost asked for plastic silverware. I almost did. That's how bad it's got into my head. But I think the more you do it, Cliff, the more it'll get uh, used to it. It tasted great. Don't get me wrong. I received a text message, Cliff, about our um, Song of Punishment this morning. Yeah. And the text goes, come on, guys. How bad can this song really be? <laughs> and as luck would have it, not yeah. two minutes later, Cliff, yeah. we received this voice message on just how bad this song can be. I personally was abused as a child because I had to listen to "This is the chewing gum loses flavor on the bedpost overnight" on a cassette tape that my father had of 1950 songs, and when we go on a family trip. It'd be on there, and you'd have to listen to it over and over and over and (laughs) over again. So everyone else would have to listen to it, too. You see, Cliff, it's so bad that he was scarred as a child, (laughs) and now he's demanding that everyone else has to listen (laughs) to it, too. So,
0: in some sense, not only is that uh, under the threat of punishment, if the contest is uh, a failure, whoever loses could also be triggering a... Some type of psychotic event for Matt Hawking. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Which makes it even funner. Don't forget. Oh, that's right. Hi, who's this? That's Kerry Wagner from Owensville. Hey, Kerry Wagner from Owensville. How's it going? Pretty good.
1: Well, Kerry, have you ever heard this song we've been talking about? No. Okay, let's keep it that way. I want to hear it. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. No. You see, Kerry... I so desperately don't want to hear this song that I'm going to give you the option here. Do you know anything about flamingos? Um, not very much, weed. Okay. Well, that's all right. I know you know about shirts because you put one on every day of your life, right? Yeah, sometimes. Well, okay. You Hopefully. got one on now? Yeah. Good. All right. I'm going to give you this statement, Carrie. You tell me if it's true or if I just made it up. Okay. The whole in your shirt that you put your arm through is called an arm say uh that's false you want to try again
0: (laughs) no yeah i'll try again
1: okay that's false no (laughs) no it's true (laughs) (laughs) you know what this means don't you you want me to try again yes (laughs) that's false no no okay all right well, Kerry, because of you, and it's all your fault, we're going to be yep. hearing this song. Really funny. You, you won't be saying that in about oh three seconds from now. Okay, here it is. No, me, oh, my, oh, now, Cliff, we got a text message saying, "I think because you're playing bad songs, your ratings are really going to suffer." <laughs> It's not us playing those bad songs, is it, no, Cliff? No, it's, it's the listener's fault. Yes. It's Carrie Wagner's fault that song got played and no one else's. Totally on Kerry. We had nothing to do with that. And no. Let's never play that song again because uh, he talks faster than I can listen.
0: Yeah, that was pretty, yeah.
1: <laughs> that was brutal, wasn't was, it, Cliff? And and it was bad. Cliff, did you hear that Hertz has filed for bankruptcy? You
0: mean the car rental agency? Yes. Hopes? I have not.
1: And the uh, big story is that the yeah. they now think that thousands and thousands of used cars will now go on the market since Hertz has filed for bankruptcy. Okay. And I'm a little leery of that because I've never known anyone that rented a car that didn't treat it like it was their own personal race car. <laughs> is that not true? Well. <laughs> I mean, to a point, everybody's like, I don't really care as long as I don't wreck it. Is that not right? I'm I'm going to
0: agree with you yeah i mean drive it like you rented it, it's a
1: thing you drive it faster <laughs> you don't care about stains inside of it it's like yeah. i don't really care uh-huh. i hit the brakes yeah. at the last minute because i don't care if they wear out <laughs> i think there should be a car rental company out there for okay. older drivers older drivers older drivers that will be more cautious they will be more apt to take care of the vehicle They won't drive it like it's a race car. They'll drive it like it's their very own, trying to take care of it. Okay. And I think they could call that everything hurts for older (laughs) drivers. (laughs) And it's time now for Take It to the Bank. I like this one, Cliff. I like this one a lot. Okay. This country uses a different calendar than most of the rest of the world. Okay. This calendar has 13 months in it, and it's currently 2012 in this country. Okay. The 13th month is only five days long, six days long, you know, if it's a leap year. Right. And their day does not start at midnight. It starts at 6 a.m. And this country (laughs) is Ethiopia. Where right now it's 2012. That's got to be freaky, Cliff, if you're trying to celebrate along with the rest of the world, like, you know, New Year's Day. (laughs) It's like, no, not here. (laughs) But all of that you can take straight to the bank. Here's Jake Owen on The Morning Road Show. Be safe and make good choices. And remember, you could win that special prize here on The Morning Road Show. (laughs) Oh. Yes. Cliff, anything else said? That special prize? Yes. Made by your cousin? Correct. The thong? Correct. <laughs> we'll see.
0: Only one of us have worn.
1: We'll see if she's up for it, okay? Okay. All right. All right. Well, here's number three.
0: Triggering a psychotic event for Matt Hawking. <laughs> <laughs> now, morning roadshow phrase of the day, number two. Splashing around in liquid poop. It's always going to be number two on this list. I'm telling you, Always. The number one morning roadshow phrase for today, which is not far from the prize, actually. I could use a (laughs) rhinestone-studded jockstrap. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to WeedandCliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.